That's in quiet ways. Yeah. Is that because it's summer over there? Like, do you guys all maybe on the summer? It says we're live now. Yeah, okay. Be. All right. Uh, all right. We are finally live after after a couple of attempts. Sorry that we're a little bit late. Um, so, real quick, I'll introduce this episode, and uh, we'll go on to introduce our, our guests and our very special guest, who will have a lot of uh, excellent information to provide on this topic. Uh, so, this is episode number one thirty one. And uh, the title is How to Grow Your YouTube Audience. And uh, so, yeah, let, let's go ahead and uh, introduce our panel. And then uh, we'll kind of talk a little bit more about uh, the topic or, you know, introduce the topic. And then we'll jump into all the, all the tasty tidbits of information. So Daryl Wilson, who uh, many of you in the, in the Divi community probably know, is a, a huge expert um, on uh, you know many page builders and he, he has a thriving YouTube channel. Uh, D- Daryl, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself? I think you already did. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know you guys have probably seen me, Daryl Wilson. I have a YouTube channel. I talk all things WordPress, uh, Divi, also other page builders. We're not going to name them here, but I'm just going to say we're Divi for now. And also plugins and tutorials. You can just them. It's them. okay. You can talk about them. <laughs> You can just find me, Daryl Wilson. You'll find me on YouTube. You'll find my videos. And then, yeah, you can go ahead and meet me there. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us. It's nice to have you on. Yeah. And you uh, just, our rule is you just have to drop a quarter in the uh, other builder jar every time. You <laughs> 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 like those other builders. We're, we're a Divi family here. <laughs> That's right. All right. And uh, I'll, I'll just start at my, uh, at, at the top of my screen. I'm not sure what you other people are saying, but uh, let's uh, have Sarah introduce herself next. Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. You can find me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, Sarah. All right. And Stephanie, how's it going? Hey guys, it's Stephanie with Focus WP, which is white label WordPress maintenance. And I'm super happy to be here. You can find me over at focuswp.co. And I'm super excited today because I am just embarking on my own YouTube channel for Focus. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get some tips from Daryl and the gang. Awesome. All right. Thanks for coming on. Josh, how's it going, buddy? Good to see you. Yeah, good, Corey. Good to be back, guys. Been a, been a few weeks off, had a vacation, and my daughter had a surgery. So uh, back in action now. They're excited to be back. Uh, so I'm Josh. You can find me at joshhall.co where I have WordPress and Divi tutorials. I do have a YouTube channel, so I will say if you want to find me on YouTube, you can just search joshhall.co. I'm, not, I'm no Daryl Wilson by any means, but uh, I'm getting up there. I've got some <laughs> subscribers and a, and a few views, so... Uh, if you want to find some tutorials and stuff, you can find right. He has some big hit videos. He does. <laughs> yeah. Just being modest. I, I, don't, I don't like to brag. He's big in the tutorial game. <laughs> he's, he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> All right. Good to see you, Josh. Next time from vacation, come back with more of a tan, man. Well, it's better. It's the dang lighting. It's my ring light just makes me look like a ghost. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, just with you. I'll talk with Daryl about lighting after this. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, mine's the same. If I if I turn mine on, I I like really white. <laughs> is Daryl in the Emerald Castle in the Wizard of Oz right now? It's like with his little curtain. He's the it man behind like, right? the curtain. Like that. He's he's actually going to do a puppet show for us here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. California Tim, how's it going, buddy? 
<laughs> that's my name now. That's what I want everyone to call me. Um, <laughs> uh, Tim Schreifler here. As Corey mentioned, broadcasting from Southern California, actually not too far from Daryl, if I remember correctly. Or are you world traveler now, Daryl? I was in Santa Clarita. Are you near, are you near Santa Clarita? I'm in San Clemente, so South Orange County. So oh, probably yeah, like an yeah. hour ish. It's on the other side. That's like the south side of the valley, yeah. Or yeah. LA, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, you can find me online at divilife.com, timstreifler.com, wpgears.com, divi.chat. I also have a YouTube channel, but I'm even way below Josh in terms of subscribers. <laughs> he's so bad, he's even worse than Josh. <laughs> i didn't mean to say that like that <laughs> no daryl wilson i'm no josh hall in terms of you <laughs> all right well thanks for coming on tim good to see you buddy all right and uh i guess i'm last i am uh cory jenkins and i'm coming at you from prescott arizona and uh i do uh I should say we do some some YouTube. <laughs> I, I don't I don't do as many YouTube videos as I used to when our company first started up. But uh, you can search us on YouTube at uh, Divi Space or Aspen Grove Studios. Uh, you can also find us at uh, Divi.Space, AspenGroveStudios.com, Divi.Chats, and some other other websites. So awesome! Well, look at this panel. I think this is one of our biggest panels that we've had in a while. Love it. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, really energetic too. Yeah. yeah, extremely energetic. Yeah, tone it down, guys. Am I bringing right, the energy uh, to the to the field? Is that why? <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it. All right, uh, Tim. Let's stick with tradition here, and let's have you just like uh, define how to grow a YouTube audience. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I'm. The... And then we'll have Daryl give the real definition after that. <laughs> I'm our, our resident definer. So um, not sure how much needs to be defined about this topic, but I will say YouTube is one of the biggest websites in the world, uh, right up there with Facebook and, and Google. Um, and not only is YouTube a huge platform, but it's also the number two search engine in the world right under Google. And so, um, yeah, videos are becoming more and more uh, prevalent on the internet. They've been saying for the last five years, videos are going to continue dominating news feeds, search results, all those types of things. So no matter what industry you're in, no matter what you do, uh, creating video content should be something that you are at least uh, moving towards. And so, yeah, we're happy to have Daryl, who uh, has one of the, the biggest YouTube channels in WordPress here to talk about how he's built his YouTube channel. So yeah, super great topic. Super excited. Um, I'm hoping I can learn a few things for my own channel as well. Excellent. Well said. All right. I would love well, Daryl's story of when he got started, like you know, like where it actually began in terms of that channel. What did you come up with in your mind? Why did you think about doing it? And then how did you get going in the early days? That's stuff I'd like to hear. Well, it first started with just basic uh, basic blogs I was making. I mean, I, the, the original reason why I got started because I was hiking with my dog all the time and I wanted I wanted a hiking blog. I wanted something. I didn't want to post it on Facebook. You know, I was just like, no, I want my personal blog, you know. And and after I did that, um, people actually started to see my blog and they're saying, hey, how did you do that? You know, are you a, a designer, a coder? I said, no, I'm not. And I kind of showed them WordPress. In fact, the first theme I used was called the freak theme. And it was, it was, it was just for blogging and you can, it, I think it's still available on WordPress. It's called the freak theme. And, um, you know, after I did that, 
people were asking me how to do this and I started kind of doing it on the side for fun. And over, I would say over maybe three to six months, I discovered affiliate programs because I realized I couldn't do it for everybody. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I, I've seen these companies have affiliate programs. How can I, how can I get involved in this? You know, how can I do this? And that's when I started saying, you know what? I've seen other people on YouTube show how to do this. Why can't I do the same thing? And that's basically how I got started. And of course, when I first started the channel, it was a total failure. I mean, it was it was a disaster. You know, my <laughs> thumbnails were my thumbnails were terrible. I mean, I was alt tabbing like my video games. It was just it was a nightmare. And uh, I think the thing that won it was consistency. Are you consistent with the YouTube channel? Because if you start it and you get no views like I did, it's very easy to quit. It's very easy just to say, you know what, guys, I'm doing this. I'm not getting money. I'm not getting views. I'm out of here. So I did it for about maybe three to six months, and I didn't stop. I posted a video maybe once a week. And um, the first video that picked up traction was the e-commerce tutorial I did on the customizer theme back in 2016. And I've only used WooCommerce probably three or four times before that video. So I wasn't like an expert, but I was, it was enough to give people knowledge. It was enough to give people an insight of WooCommerce and selling. And I woke up and I, I remember the day I woke up, I was in my, I was in my, my apartment and I had like 200 views and I was like, I was like barely awake. And I'm like, Oh my God, 200 views. Like my famous, you know, like <laughs> next day. 200 more views and then 300 more views. And then I got one commission from HostGator and I was like, That's I'm awesome. making money from the internet, you know, with that feeling right there, <laughs> I takes you this. off, you know? So how far were you in at that point? Was that like at six months in? To making four four months in. And I yeah. posted many videos and I was so upset. I was so angry. I'm like, I know my content's good. I know it's valuable. I, 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 yeah. I know, I know what I'm doing. I'm just not getting the exposure. So I just says, you know what? I'm just going to keep posting. Just going to keep doing it. Just going to keep posting. I didn't stop. And eventually over four to five months, I finally got some, I finally got something. I finally got traction. And, um, yeah. you know, my, my channel was like this. I, I saw the graph on my, on my analytics. So at that point I knew something was happening and that's when I'm like, all right, I'm just going to keep doing this. It's going to keep posting, see what happens. And, you know, trial and error, you learn, you know, you learn, about your thumbnails, you learn about how to speak, introductions. In fact, intros are the hardest part on YouTube. I'm sure you know that, Josh. It's intros are the hardest yeah. part in YouTube, Tim. I know intros are the hardest because you only have 30 seconds to a minute to grab your attention, your audience attention, to convince them to stay for the entire video. And if it's not good, they're just gonna say, Oh, this guy's shy, he's boring, I'm out of here, I'm leaving, you know, and they're gone. So that's so what that's are the things kind of, that you learned with the intros? Like was there any tips or you just feel like over time you've just kind of like figured it out? Or is there something that you went, oh, you have to say like at the end there's gonna be whatever? Or did you learn anything about the intros? I watched a lot of other YouTubers, not WordPress YouTubers, other YouTubers, you know, like Photoshop people. Um, and the way they started their introduction was like by the end of this video, you're going to know Photoshop. You're going to know how to do this. You're going to be an expert. You know, yeah. they're basically saying whatever they can to say, to convince you to stay. And I, I'm not saying I was, I was being deceitful and, and lying. It's like, no, I really did provide value. I really did show them, but you have to really sell them in that first minute to convince them to stay. I mean, you got to see my videos. They're two, three hours long. So you have to convince them to they're stay. Long, you know? Yeah. You got <laughs> You got to convince them to stay. And if, in the beginning, if you're just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to show you how to build a website. It's, 
gonna be fun. <laughs> they're just gonna leave. They're gonna say, this guy's. Please, I'm gonna fall asleep. Hey. You know, I'm gonna fall asleep. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Daryl, no. were you? Um, so was that all completely organic growth for you, or were you a part of any forums or any like communities nope. that knew your name? 100% organic. That's awesome. when I first started. It was 100% organic. In fact, I I did advertise like one of my videos, and just nothing happened when I advertised it. And back then in 2016. Uh, before the whole, like, uh, I guess you want to say the, uh, uh, the, the Armageddon, uh, ads things where YouTube kind of cracked down on everybody. So you need to have a, a thousand subs and, and watch time. Uh, I advertised one of my videos and I advertised it. I got views, no engagement, no comments, no subs, nothing. I'm like, wow, I just wasted a lot of money. Like this feels great. You know, like <laughs> so I was kind of, uh, I was kind of bummed that happened, but it, yeah. everything else is completely organic completely 100 organic i think in some ways organic works better right because if you're getting people organically they're actually getting to you because it's something they really want to watch so compared to like even on facebook i find the same thing when you pay for ads is often yeah you might be advertising and more people might be seeing it but it's not necessarily the exact right people who are gonna see it whereas with organic they come to it because they watched something that was slightly related or they googled something or like you know, I, I think that's that, that's a big one too. You're getting people from a search as opposed to just a link that's on Facebook or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. How and on that note, talking about search and organic and stuff like that, how important is title, keywording, thumbnail? Like, can we touch on a couple of those things and and maybe some things that you learned, Daryl, along the way for yeah, like some coming up in search and stuff? Things that win. Mm-hmm. Or as far as tagging goes, I use vidIQ and vidIQ isn't hundred percent accurate. It's about 80% accurate. So I wouldn't go based off all the recommendations, but I do, you know, like for example, if I make how to make a website with Divi, I'll tag, you know, Divi, how to make a website, website, create a website, make a website. But as far as like elegant themes, I won't tag that because it has nothing to do with how to make a website. It really doesn't. It's related to Divi. But, you know, elegant themes just isn't really related to it in an aspect. So I won't tag elegant themes. It, it might even recommend um, the other YouTuber, Mac. And it's like, I'm not going to tag him because how to make a website has nothing to do with Mac, you know. And he's, he's a nice guy. I like him. It's just it has nothing to do with him. And there's other keywords it'll ask you to tag, but it's just not necessary. So, uh, but I do use vidIQ. And I feel the yeah. thumbnail is also, the thumbnail is almost everything. The thumbnail is pretty much like 80% of the video. If it's not something that you would click on, people won't click on it, you know? So you, you go on YouTube, you know, you guys see it. And if it's not something that I would say, Hey, that's a really catchy thumbnail, click on it. Then nobody will. And it's a loss. It's, it's potentially a lost cause. So it's, it's it kind of sucks because the video might have excellent quality. It might have great content, but you know, it's also a, a, a sales pitch for you have to have a great, thumbnails to click on. And if you don't, people are just going to just, you know, just keep scrolling by, you know? So. And can you talk a little bit about vidIQ? Um, I, I've pulled up the website, but if you could kind of give us a, in, in a nutshell uh, description of it and, and what it does. So vidIQ basically helps you tag your, your video on YouTube. So, you know, when you make a video, it recommends certain tags. Also it tells you to put in, I mean, YouTube has like a a YouTube SEO as well, which is basically saying what to put in a description of your videos. So for example, if I'm talking about Divi theme plugins in my description, I want to say, Hey, do you want to know the best Divi theme plugins? Um, And kind of, you know, kind of use some basic, you know, just like your website on a blog, you have like keywords, 
you want to do the same thing for the YouTube description as well. And it does give you tips and things to put on as well. And then again, the tags, and it also gives you things to put in your title, which I don't do too often because sometimes, sometimes you don't need to put every, it wants you to be very critical, but sometimes you don't need to do that. So for example, it'll say, like if I talk about uh, Divi theme, uh, great Divi theme plugins, it might say, oh, what about Divi theme add-ons or something like that? And it's like, I can put that, but I don't need to because people will understand it. Because again, VidIQ doesn't know exactly what I'm talking about, but they're just trying to give you, they're just trying to help you out. You know, they're just trying to uh, give you a general concises of what to put in your descriptions and titles and, and tags and everything else. Yeah, it, it seems like, you know, like, like with Divi, you know the industry so well. Um, some of the suggestions you might be able to like take them and, and tweak them to what you know about the community and what people are looking for. Yeah. Instead exactly. of some random algorithm making suggestions. Exactly. Exactly. The people will know people will know. So I found like some of my top tutorials have just been terms that I would search for. So like if I'm going to search how to customize the top menu, I'll literally just make the title what I would search for. Um, That's pretty worked out pretty well. I think I've talked previously. I know for me, I do like no advanced backend work. I do some basic tags like Daryl just said, but generally I don't even use a tool. I'll just put like Divi, Divi tutorial, Josh Hall, Divi, you know, customize header menu, Divi, stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's really, I feel like YouTube is not simplistic, but like, I almost feel like it rewards things that are not too complicated. Cause as Daryl touched on, like if you overload the keywords with all these different terms, it's not going to know what to pull from. So I've almost found like, yeah, just like a purely kind of simplistic organic approach has really helped at least with tutorials, maybe different for different types of, you know, videos, but. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes simple is sometimes simplicity is, is, is key. You know, just, just keep it simple. <laughs> keep it simple. Yeah. But again, it also, you're right. The titles do make a very big, very big. Um, Cause I also do keyword research. Like sometimes if I'm doing like how to make like, um, you know, how to make like a, a social networking website, which I use a pizza plugin. I was not sure if I should use social, ne- uh, social media websites, social networking websites, website like Facebook, so I, I, there I had to use vidIQ. They have an analytics thing where they basically show you which one's being searched the most. And that's the one I picked. So I think I picked how to make the social media websites because I was going to do social networking or one of the two. I, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. But it was one of the two. And I had to kind of go through each of them and find out what are people searching for the most. You know, like also I have a video on uh, best web hosting, which was pretty competitive, but uh, I ranked it to number one, so it did definitely paid off. So you know, but that was something so people are searching. Does VidIQ have keyword search stuff in it? Um, as far no, you know, what YouTube does. No, no, I would for the for the titles, I would use YouTube. So when you type in something like Divi theme tutorial, it'll actually show you a list of all of the bottom yeah. phrases below that. And that's what people are searching for. And the one that comes up usually on the bottom closest to the title is usually what people are searching for the most. And then yeah, it gives right. you like secondary, third, fourth, fifth option. So I would just go based off what now people are t- typing in on YouTube because that's, that's the most accurate. Do you mean that like the built-in autocomplete search? Just exactly. saying search? Okay. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's a great, I know it sounds very basic, but it, it's a great helper. In fact, oh, I've used that great. a few times actually. Yeah, I like That's that. Awesome. And so you said the thumbnails make a really big difference. What have you found um, matters? Obviously, you want it to look nice and you want it to, like, you know, capture people's attention, but are there particular things that you think have worked or not worked for your thumbnails over time? 
You know, it's a hit or miss because I find that sometimes when you put images of people that might not work all the time, but it does sometimes. It just depends on the audience. People you put, or yourself? Yeah, yeah, yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, Josh, you have a picture of you with the, the best TV theme plugins. And um, I'm actually doing just a video or um, a thumbnail on best TV theme plugins without myself on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing how that will work. But again, it's, it's really depends on the audience because people are biased. You know, they're going to say, Hey, I don't like the way Josh Hall looks. He looks ugly. You know, I don't want to click on that. And then there you go. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I haven't caught up to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it, I, I know. Interesting one. Like, kind of like, like you're kind it of percent of using your picture and not. Yeah. I, I found, I, I personally think there's more pros than cons to it just because it, when you think about, particularly somebody looking for help or looking for a tutorial, they're going to want to know who they're going to hear from. Um, yeah. I know like sometimes I'm seeing tutorials and I've been kind of curious, like what does this dude or this gal look like? Uh, it just, it almost, it creates like a level of trust that can be really beneficial, particularly with tutorials. Um, but I mean, that's, yeah, like to see how that works out. Well, and your brand is very much your face, Josh. Yeah, that's true. If it was a company, it might be a little bit different. Um, but yeah, be, you know, being a website named after my name. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a little different. What were you going to say, Sarah? Oh, yes, I was I just going to say like, if, you, if you're searching like for a tutorial for something and there's a big long list of like options for two, and there's heaps say for one particular thing. If I know that I've seen one from Josh or one from Daryl or one from Tim before, and then I see their face, but their one happens to be ranked lower down in the thing. I might click on this just purely because, oh, I like that person's style. So before I've even read like who the different ones are, like that might be an advantage. But equally, sometimes when I see people's faces on them, I think, oh, you look like a douchebag. And so like, you know, like it's not anyone particular, but just sometimes that style of like a photo and the thing can irk me a bit. But equally, I think it has the flip side of, well, if I saw Josh's face, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I like how he teaches. So I'm going to go look at his thing. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like there could be pros and cons with it. Like if they've never seen you before, maybe it's an ante. But if they have seen you before, it might then make them click on it. So Yeah, I feel like that's the case, right? Like every every time somebody puts their face on something, the first you know, the thought you have is, oh, douche, douche. Yeah. Either that or you're a real estate agent. Yeah, or you're, yeah. (laughs) Which automatic douche in that case. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be interested to see how that works out for you, Derek. You have to keep us posted to see if, uh, I mean, that's going to be a popular, that'll be a popular video just because it's such a, you know, that's a huge term, but um, yeah, be curious to see how that works out for you to see if you see a difference. Yeah, in a I think I got a thousand views on it already. I, I think I'm not sure. I posted it maybe around nine o'clock. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, nine o'clock for me, 7 a.m. in California. <laughs> so yeah, almost around a thousand views. Yeah. Give it some time. Hey, on that note, Daryl, I actually have a question for you as a fellow tutorial guy myself. Do yeah. you schedule tutorials for a certain time, like a day or time, or do you just put them up whenever? Because I've kind of, I was really meticulous about that. And then I realized that when I was posting tutorials on Tuesday, for example, it was Wednesday in Australia where I have a lot of traffic, probably from Sarah because she watches all my stuff. But um, <laughs> all, the time, but, like, all day. Yeah. All I, was, day. I, was really, I was really curious though, like, you know, is there a good time to post tutorials or do you just kind of just go for it and let traction pick up? I post my videos. Uh, I found that 
I mean, when people wake up, man, that's the first thing they want to do is watch YouTube. I, mm. I don't know, but there's a lot of people out there that like to do that. So um, I schedule my videos around 5 a.m. Pacific Center time, which is California time, because people on the East Coast will get a, get a piece of that too because it's 8 a.m. over there as well. So they're probably going to work or students are at school and they're probably watching their professor talk and they're probably on YouTube, which is <laughs> what I used to do, <laughs> right? So, uh, and then uh, people at work, once they get to work, they just turn on YouTube and they probably just, they just, you know, yeah, I'm working, but I'm also doing YouTube. And I find that the mornings are the most beneficial. During the daytime, it slows down. Nighttime, it picks up a little bit. But uh, I found that the best time for me is uh, morning. And also, uh, I have a lot of people in the Middle East. So a lot of people from India and also like, you know, Af- Afghanistan, Iraq, all those other countries, uh, Bangladesh as well. And for them, it's nighttime. So for them, it's it's kind of like around like, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11 p.m. So they watch all my videos as well. So it hits both. It's the best time for both worlds. It hits them at a good time and it hits the United States audience also at a good time. How's your cool. Australian traffic? You know, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know the UK, <laughs> Europe is pretty big. Uh, India is yeah. definitely big. The United States is my number one audience. So my, the United States yeah. is around 50% and everything else is yeah. like, you know, 10%, 15%, et cetera. So, so yeah. speaking of having people watching it at school or at work, do you do uh, captions? What's your thoughts on captioning? For uh, like a three-hour video? <laughs> yeah, I think YouTube actually introduced auto-captions now. Mm-hmm. So they will it actually caption the video. It does, yeah, it they'll do it before. They'll do, they'll do it for you. And uh, before that, I actually had to pay for uh, the captioning. And on a three-hour video, I think I spent around $1,500 uh, on captioning. Stop. So it, yeah, so if I had like four or five videos. A lot of money. That's horrible. I had four or five videos and spent almost $10,000 on captions. But I had to do it because I'm like, well, if, if I get commissions from, from people – I got to do it, you know, so. Yeah. But yeah. So, so uh, we've kind of been talking about how to get people to watch your videos. Has, has there been any secret formula or strategy to get, to convert those people into actual like subscribers? Um, or does that just kind of happen? You just let that happen organically. I know my son who's uh, almost six, he watches all these uh, like FGTV and, and those type of like gamer um, videos on YouTube. And they're always, yeah. you know, uh, you know, hit hit that subscribe button and, you know, trying to get you to subscribe for different giveaways and things like that. So I, I was just wondering if that's something that you focus on. You know, th- this sounds a little deceptive, but a- a- as a as a YouTuber, you're you have to be very genuine. You have to be very you, you have to be yourself. You can't sit there and try to be I mean, you can try to be two faced. You can, but eventually it's going to come out. Your subscribers will know people study you more than you realize, you know, and sometimes my videos, people will actually look at me, they're saying, you shouldn't have recorded today. You look tired. And I'm just like, I was. <laughs> you know, wow. Thanks a lot, you know, and people, people <laughs> know. Yeah, now I also look sad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People do know. Uh, but another thing is that you're kind of also an actor. So you, you kind of have to, you have to remember that you're not doing this for you. You're doing this for the audience. So sometimes if, if, you know, if something's, uh, you know, you might want to throw in a laugh here and there. You might want to, you know, 
keep them engaged because they're, they're there to be entertained. They're not here to watch your, your opinion. They're there to actually be entertained and also the opinion and everything. But again, you're somewhat of an actor as well. So uh, I've kind of discovered that as I went on, because before I would just kind of talk to myself as I did the video and I realized that people won't be is, is engaged with that. Then if I kind of throw in like a joke here and there, you know, and those jokes go a long way, you know, especially when you're learning how to make a website. When you throw in a joke there, like, you know, go get a beer or go, go get a Modelo or this girl's retarded or whatever. I mean, people, people wake up, they go, like, oh, that's so funny. And they keep watching and it's just, it, it keeps your audience engaged. You know, it really does. Oh yeah. And also the audio, the audio and lighting is, is crucial, especially audio. I mean, when you first watch a YouTube video and the audio sucks, what's the first thing you do? Just click off. You know, so can't even hear this guy, right? But you're Amazing. using a microphone, so going you're, back you're... to going back to the uh, subscribe question, because it's uh, I've watched you know several of your videos, but you don't really come out right at the gate and say subscribe for the most part, right? I feel like more often it's uh, how do you go about that typically? Like, are you pretty upfront about subscribing and then going into it, or do you kind of leave that as a as a piece at the end? Sometimes in my videos, I'll, I'll tell them to subscribe, but I don't really do that too often because a lot of the times when they're talking to me or when I'm talking to them, uh, they kind of like, you know, they, they'll subscribe by themselves. Yeah, sure. You can always tell them to subscribe because sometimes when people are watching videos, they just forget. They just forget to subscribe. So yeah. myself, I should probably tell them to subscribe more, but uh, I've seen the subscriber base grow. So I haven't really had a reason to sit there and say, come on guys, subscribe to the channel. You know, I'm desperate. I need money. You know, I, I have never, I've never done that because sometimes that's what it looks like. But then again, uh, people just generally forget sometimes to subscribe and comment. So you might want to just sit there. I totally do. Like if I'm watching a video, I very rarely click like not intentionally, not because I'm trying to be horrible to them, but I just don't think of doing it. So exactly, I think there's a balance in it, right? Like it is actually useful to be reminded, hey, it helps me when you click like on this or if you subscribe, then, you know, you'll hear more about what's coming out. But it has to not sound desperate. I thought so about just adding like an outro to a handful of tutorials moving forward because I'm very, I've, ne I've never asked for a subscribe, I don't think, in any of my videos. Um, so I'm, I'm same way there. Like I'm a little bit leery about, you know, doing that. So I'm thinking about maybe just at the end though, like, Hey, if you like this video, give me a, give me a like below or subscribe and you'll, you know, let you know when the next one's up, something like that. Um, I, would but it, it, it's, I, I would put it more in the intro or also like the mm -hmm. middle part. And you have to basically just kind of like throw it in there very casually. Like you don't care. <laughs> you have to, cause if you're like, Hey guys, also hey, don't, don't forget, forget to subscribe. To subscribe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cause if you, I've seen videos where they're like, they're, they're totally selling, you know, Hey guys, you like this, make sure to like, subscribe. Also check out my website. And at that point I'm like, all right, bro, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And I just click off. So that's uh, 10 call to action. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just throw it in there. Like you don't care. Like, Oh yeah. Subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Anyways, let's talk about the video. And then there you go. <laughs> now like, there you go. All right. Yeah, challenge, we, I've actually been like, I've actually been filming my son before just like on Christmas or, you know, stuff or like, Hey, say, say a message to your grandma and he'll be like, and hit that subscribe button. Like in the video. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were so <laughs> proud, weren't you? That's hilarious. I, I guess. I mean, I, I'm not even, you know, all that great at, at YouTube. Uh, yeah. He's, he's he got me so. already. 
So yeah, I, have a really question. I, I have a question I think we could all probably get into because Tim's got Tim's got some some great videos, too. I know like when I first got into Divi, Tim was one of the first. I think, Tim, it was your menu video about how to create like a sub menu with icons yeah. and stuff. Um, and then I know like Corey and Sarah, you guys have some Divi space stuff. And this will probably be good for Stephanie, who's going to be doing YouTube. But um, how do you guys deal with the trolls and some of those comments? Like, Daryl, a, a channel your size it would be a full-time job just getting back to those kind of comments. So do you just not respond at all? Or do you ever find yourself having some fun or do you ever get buzzed one night and just hop on and, and res- cause I did that one night a while back and it was a terrible idea <laughs> uh, to have some fun with some of those comments, but. Uh, yeah, well, first off, never take it personal. I've learned don't take anything personal. I, I don't take anything personal. People, people, I, I get over a thousand comments a month. So I just kind of just, you know, whatever. But uh, for the trolls out there, I just troll them back. You know, like, for example, I, I recently commented back on some guy, I think it was yesterday, and he was just saying that the tutorial sucked, that it wasn't there, and this is a problem, and he can't fix it. So I just told him, I said, bro, if you want to fix the problem, just take gasoline and pour it on your computer, and then it'll be fixed. You know, <laughs> And that was the end of it. And the guy wrote back just laughing, you know, he was just, because the, the trolls actually like when you troll them back, they don't like when you come as Mr. Professional, they don't like that. So uh, for the trolls, that I'm just, I kind of have, yeah. exactly. So I kind of have fun with them a little bit. So I joke around with them a little bit, but um, I don't take it personal. And then I find that even your worst enemies on YouTube can become your best friends. I mean, that's the same thing for business. You know, I, I I've had a lot of developers I work with and sometimes when we meet, they, you know, it doesn't work well, but if you just kind of, you know, just here and there, you, you talk to them and, and later, like two months down the road, they need your help. It's like, oh, now you're best friends. Now you can work together. And that happens all the time with subscribers. So re- remember, even the worst subscribers, the, the people that say really bad things can be allies in the end. So just, just, you know, just, just comment to them, be, be very direct too. Adam, Adam Prazer from WP Crafter, he does the same thing. And then he'll, he'll take screenshots and he'll post it in his, his Facebook group and he'll troll them back. Cause yeah, a lot of times they'll just like make fun of his voice or his bald head or stuff like that. And so he'll just like troll them back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, they, then they're like, person. okay, this guy's kind of cool. He's, he's, yeah. I, I was being a jerk, but he's being a jerk back. I appreciate that. You know? <laughs> yeah. And you win a subscriber by doing that. You really yeah. do. And people, people will see that in the comments and they'll be like, oh, this oh, guy's yeah, a- they want to keep following along, see what happens next. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We once had a guy apologize like the next day after, after a nasty comment and he <laughs> know, apologized right? and said he was like drunk the night before. <laughs> like, hey guys, I'm really sorry. It's like, bro, like first off, I don't care that much, but okay. You know, yeah, like, like, well, who gets drunk and watches like, you know, developer tutorials. Learning videos. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, it, it's important though, like, cause a comment is a written record of how you respond to people online. So I really thought about that, not just with YouTube, but with comments and particularly at Facebook groups and, and threads and stuff like that. But yeah, I've, there's a couple of times where I just let comments go and then I was just not in a good mood and decided to get back to some. And it definitely wasn't a good idea. I think there's probably a, you know, a, a thin edge between, you know, feeling if somebody can take you know the pushback and kind of having some fun versus like really coming across like a like a jerk online um but yeah, yeah. that's good to know so uh so daryl it looks like you replied to tom here in the chat but let's cover this question um for those who might be listening on itunes or or whatnot um a- after this live chat is done um and I'll, I'll go ahead and read it and then let you uh let you answer it 
Uh, so our good buddy Tom Jensen asked, uh, outside of the default YouTube notification, how do you announce your new videos, Facebook page, Facebook groups, Instagram, et cetera? So yeah, I mean, I basically let YouTube do that because YouTube will send out, you know, if I have 140,000 subscribers, which right now I think I do, it'll send out 140,000 emails. So they'll get wow. it. They'll get it. But I also post it on my Facebook, just in my Facebook page, just to be, you know, just to just to be active on it. Um, I don't really use Twitter too much, but I know developers are really big on Twitter. I, I don't know why, but uh, I don't really use Twitter too much. I just find mm-hmm. the engagement for Twitter is just really low. It's just incredibly low. So yeah. I just said, ah, forget it. And, you know, then that's pretty much it. I have a, a I use a, a stream plugin to embed it on my website as well. But generally I let YouTube do it and I post on my Facebook page and, and that's about it. No email for you, Daryl, as far as like, Nah, because I, I thought about that, but they already get the email. So if I send it out again, it's like, yeah. okay, you're annoying, Daryl. <laughs> you know, like, get out of here. You know, we get it. Yeah. We get it. You have a new video. <laughs> so what's the difference between subscribing and the bell? Because, like, I just noticed that there's another layer, essentially. No, I, I'm not really too sure. Are you it sure? It just adds it to your stream. It's like, if you subscribe, it's in your stream. But if you click the bell then you get the notifications so i never click the bell because i don't like notifications but if i go into youtube then they're in my feed of like because i've subscribed they're in my big list of like what you should watch hmm. so the bell is so that people do get that email or they do get like the in on screen like pop-up it notified okay yeah. the ones so like I the other ones like notifications yeah and i think yeah, the I bell just like it confirms a notification because there's definitely times where I've subscribed but not hit the bell and YouTube will still kind of randomly send out notifications for channels I've never actually hit the bell for. So I think, yeah, the bell probably is like any at all. Oh, really? Except for Divi chat. Divi chat's the only one. And that's so I can click the link and then watch the chat. That's I, it. I literally, I just clicked on Daryl's bell. So I'm going to see what happens moving forward. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Josh, was it, Daryl? The, the YouTube bell, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah, a new I video coming out. I wasn't subscribed to the channel either, which I see his videos all the time. And so I think yeah. that just goes to the popularity of your channel. Your videos just come up all the time, regardless of subscribe. And the algorithm of the fact that you would look up the types of things that he's posting all the time. Yeah, totally. So I'm like, how am I not subscribed? Like, I see his videos every day. <laughs> well, I'll ask you guys. Do you guys have any feedback for me? Because you guys have all seen my videos. You're douchebag. Be honest. Just, just throw it out there. <laughs> just be mean. Be mean. How would they be mean? We're not mean. Um, I, I don't have any feedback. I want to know. Okay, here's something to share. Uh, for those that are not watching, Daryl is sitting in front of a green curtain which you use what software do you use to film and because you know there's the there's a lot of people like the ones i've done recently i just have myself in a little rectangle in the bottom right and then daryl's got the cool cutout so he's floating over (laughs) the white yeah i I think about your your recording setup in general um yeah interesting we've talked about it from for podcasting but not so much from a, yeah. from a video uh, standpoint. So I don't know if I want to give you guys all the secrets. I don't know. You guys gotta. Yeah. You guys gotta. You guys gotta pay for it or something like that. Daryl does have a video on his setup too, somewhere, right, Daryl? I do have a video on it. I, I have a video basically explaining 
uh, all the gear I use, uh, how I do it. Okay. I use Final Cut, Final Cut Pro to edit my videos. I use ScreenFlow to basically record the screen and um, the Yeti microphone, the lights I have right here. And that's pretty much it. Also to Joan, I know I talk too fast sometimes. I got to work on that. Sometimes <laughs> it's very difficult though, when you're in a dialogue to not stop talking, because when you stop talking on a video, people kind of like, they snap out of it. Like, Oh, okay. I got to go. But when you're talking to them, you kind of hypnotize them in some aspect. So it's, you want to kind of keep engaged. You want to keep them engaged. I know that sounds a little weird, but uh, it's, no, it's really I'm like true. imagining you like holding a thing up. Like, going, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I also think, and, and this comes as a native Californian, I think Californians tend to talk like faster than the rest of the U.S. for some reason. And yeah. I like since I moved to Arizona and since I've done some video, I've like somewhat made a conscious effort to slow down a little bit when I talk. But I, I think it is somewhat of a California thing. People just. Yeah, and, and, I mean, to I like Daryl, it. To Daryl's point, like youtube is there's a big entertainment factor and so if you don't if you're not animated if you don't talk fast if, if you don't you know make them laugh every once in a while like you'll give them a reason to skip to the next video like yes tutorials it's about education too but people can always pause the video and rewind it if they need to see something again um so i don't personally i don't think you talk too fast because of that factor um you gotta Plus, i like it i don't want to spend all day i want to like let's get let's get to the meat of it here if people no, talk too slow fun. i speed it up i go on like uh-huh. one and a half speed because i'm like hurry up i got stuff to do right it's okay. and it's so tough because for people who don't speak english as their first language like i've got tons of comments that are like dude you talk way too fast i'm you know yeah really that sometimes yeah and then there's the captions wow. right like right turn on captions yeah. and- it's kind of a happy happy medium there uh hey dare i was going to answer your question though you said you wanted some feedback i just I want Uh-oh. to say something more positively as far as like beef after this. We're gonna have uh, beef after this. <laughs> no, I really appreciate your videos that are like um, announcement style videos where you're like recapping WordPress news and stuff like that. Just because I don't keep up with those, real I just don't feel like I have the time right now to read through articles and stuff. So like I listened to some of your WordPress news one. Uh, and it was like 16 minutes and it was a good recap of like, okay, I could either like read all these blog posts and check out all this stuff, or I could just watch Daryl's video and get the highlights because I, I trust him and he's got probably an ear to the ground more so than I do. So, uh, I was just going to say stuff like that is kind of what I'm interested on your channel. Um, so yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think for me, and I'll give some positive feedback is I, I like how you're not afraid to like, uh, talk about controversial subjects and it yeah. might, I'm not going to go into specifics. Uh, some of us can probably. Why not? Go into uh, specifics. That's what on. I'm talking about. But if, <laughs> this if, is why we're all here. <laughs> yeah. If, if it's a certain company, um, you know, within any, within any marketplaces certain... that are questioning. Yeah. <laughs> that might not be <laughs> oh, that was a good one. You know, 100% honest or, or forthright. You're not afraid to like tackle that head on, despite the fact that you, you probably did lose um, some audience from that. Um, so, you know, that I put you on the map. What are you talking about? That was when I first heard of him. I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's uh, like, you know, like some other people like Chris Lemma and, and other, um, you know, other people that do somewhat of the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's going to piss some people off, but at the same time, um, you know, it's, it's an honest opinion and whether it might be, you know, from your own personal experience um, and, 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 you know, to me, it comes off as like warning others as well, which, which is good. So yeah. 
I do have another video coming up on think on Friday and it is somewhat controversial to the oxygen builder. So you might want to, you might want to hear my opinion on that, but okay. me and that, me and actually Adam, we had a similar situation with the owner. So I'm going to be talking oh, a little wow. bit about that and it will be confrontational. So the end of the video, I won't be making any friends. <laughs> so, so I've got a again, question for you then from that, from that front, right? Like, so sometimes you're going to be saying things that aren't popular. Obviously that company is not going to pay you money to make a video. Like in terms of the uh, affiliate side of things, do you just like sign up with a company for affiliate marketing and then put those links into your videos? Or do you actually get sponsorship from companies to make videos say like, um, oh, like a review on some plugin or something like that? Like how do you work that system? I never take, I never take money from companies. Uh, they offer me thousands of dollars. You know, I mean, uh, another company, a page builder company offered me two grand just to talk about their builder and go over it. And I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I, I feel like this bill is just not good because the minute you, the minute you take any sort of money, you become a commercial. Your channel is no longer the Daryl Wilson channel. You're a commercial. You're an infomercial. Hashtag ad. Exactly. Yeah. So you, you <laughs> never you're do that. You can never. And another thing like is, you don't want anyone to have influencer uh, influence over the influencer. You know, it's like I don't right. want anyone to control my channel. I don't want anyone to sit there and and offer me. I mean, if they offer me a lot of money, maybe, but uh, you know, they haven't <laughs> yet. So just a few grand. I'm like, well, never I don't need the two influence. grand right now. So that, that's but, why, um, Daryl. The next the next word camp we're at. I'm getting you drunk, and we're getting divvy space tattoos. <laughs> so, on the floor, on the I forehead. actually wanted one. I, you guys see this one? I, I wanted another one right here. Maybe I get the sleeve going. I can get a divvy and we can do some things here. I don't know. Something yeah, like I get the Aspen Grove leaf on there, you know. Yeah. Okay, so you do affiliate marketing. So you sign up to different companies for their affiliates and then put their links in and then you get YouTube ad revenue. Like that's essentially how your business functions, right? Yeah, but I always ask for higher commission rates because I say uh, I'm not your normal affiliates because they're probably dealing with people with like coupon websites and, yeah. and just, Junk. you know, just, just really low quality websites. So I said, look at my channel, uh, take a look at it. Uh, I would like a higher commission rates. And if they accept it, they, they accept it. If they don't, then I'm just saying, okay, well, I'll keep you in mind. I'll look for other plugins, et cetera. And then they usually come back to me saying, whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> Nice. 50%, you know, commission rate. So, but that's usually what I do. So even for, for yeah, Brizzy, nice. I, I, I asked them, I said, guys, you've seen my channel. I don't mind doing a, a video. I'm, we're not supposed to talk about other billers, but, um, but yeah, I asked them for a higher that's rate. They agreed to it. Cause uh, I met the owner, really nice guy and we get along great. So they said, yeah, man, sure. No problem. And he's very happy with the results. Obviously. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I think you're in an interesting spot too, Daryl, because you are in between different builders. So like everyone yeah. who watches my channel, which is in fairness too, like one reason, well, first of all, I don't develop too much to my channel, but I'm Divi specific. Like I'm not ever going to do a video about Elementor or Oxygen or any of these other builders. It's 50 cents, Josh. Yeah. Unless yeah. uh, <laughs> like, unless something just, you know, like I just don't plan on changing with Divi. So I'm kind of like in the Divi market where you are, which I think is in a good way too. Like I think a lot of people from the Divi community value your videos because you're fairly impartial. Like you, you, you yeah. said that Divi is your favorite, but if you like Elementor on some things, you're going to, you know, talk about the good things there too. So I think that kind of works positively in a few ways for you as well. I imagine. Yeah. I'm kind of like the devil's advocate. 
you can say. So I kind of like, uh, I'm shaking hands with one guy and another, and you're both the best page builder, you know, but <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I'm usually very honest though. I usually rank them. I usually give my, my personal opinion on it, but um, I, I do like Elegant Themes. Probably definitely is one of my favorite companies because their affiliate program, they're, you, you guys already know Nick. I mean, they're, there's someone you can trust, you know? So it's yeah. like, I've never had a problem. I never had to miss payments. They always, you know, everything always works out good. Other companies, I've had a lot of just like, just really bad results as far as click-through rates. I mean, for another page builder, I'm not going to say which one, but I have like around like a, a 2%, a 1% uh, uh, click-through rate, which is like sales. And I'm like, guys, um, I've been in this business long enough to know this is kind of weird. So yeah. maybe you should check your links or something. So I don't know that that's something that goes on, but with, with elegant themes, it's usually always spot on. So I never have to sit there and say, guys, this doesn't look right. Whatever. They're always like, they're always, they're always accurate. They always pay you on the first of the month. There's no, Hey man, you know, this guy charged us back. <laughs> you know, there's none, <laughs> none of that stuff, you know, it's they're legit. Yeah. They're very legit. Yeah, they're very legit. So it, it really... And it's always nice I've, when they're nice guys behind it as well. Like, you know, when you can meet them at work camps. Like the Beaver Builder guys, we, I know I shouldn't say 50 cents, but like we met them at work camp and they were awesome. Like they were really nice really guys. Cool. And if I wasn't already like a Diddy fan, I would totally be like giving their stuff a go purely because the guys were so nice and such genuine people that it makes me want to try their product. So I think it makes a difference who is actually behind the companies of these things as well. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of affiliate, obviously, uh, you mentioned that affiliate income is, is huge, but I know you also do ads. So what can you say about like percentages of revenue, like ad monetization versus affiliate monetization? I think he wants to know how much to make on ads. I think that's what he's mm-hmm. asking. Or I guess another question is, do you make anything from ads or is it really all the affiliate income? I'm just curious if people actually make money from YouTube ads. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely make it. It's a few grand for every month. You know, it's not like, it's not like, uh, it's not like over 10, but it's definitely a little bit below that. So it's definitely, uh, you know, it's, it also depends on your niche as well, you know, with YouTube. So uh, if you're doing like pranks or something like that on YouTube, uh, for every million views, you won't get as much as if you have a million views with the tech software industry. So they kind of base it off what kind of audience you have. So if you have a uh, if you have a high quality audience, advertisers will pay more to be on your channel. If you pay uh, less, then um, I'm sorry. If if it's a if it's a lesser audience, a lower quality audience, they pay you less. So I'm actually pretty fortunate because mine is actually one of the top ranking ones. I mean, software developments. I think people will pay the most to advertise. So yeah. so yeah, it's that's awesome. It, yeah, it's it, it's well, awesome. All of our client base, as far as the people who are looking at all of our videos are people who are hungry. They want to learn and exactly. they want to like buy. They're ready to buy. They're ready to, buy. Ready to yeah. buy. Whereas, yeah, if a kid's just looking at, you know, some dude falling over on his bike, they're not going to buy anything. Yeah. Just watch they it. got no money. <laughs> yeah, YouTube no. knows that. YouTube knows that. And they, and they rank it accordingly. They pay you accordingly. Yeah. So are you, you're talking about, just to clarify, the ads that run at the beginning of your videos. Is that what you're yeah. talking about right now? That's the ads. And, and run, during the ads. And during, and, and yeah, like different points in your video. So do you run any ads on other people's videos? Uh, I have run ads on certain videos and I just target the audience. So I don't target any channel in particular. I just target the audience. So if people are interested in, in uh, software technology or something like that, or how to make websites, 
I advertise that specific audience. I choose a location and I usually choose USA. I choose the age group because I can see my analytics on what people are interested in the most. And that's mm-hmm. basically how I, how I, tar- I target everything based off my YouTube analytics. That, that actually brings up a good question. And I think Josh could probably find this useful as well as Corey. Um, my plugins, my products are only Divi. So if I were to advertise, can I go after just that audience? Because I, tr- I played a little bit of, around with YouTube ads and I felt like I couldn't get as granular because even some of the other uh, like WordPress, like it doesn't really make sense unless it's like Divi specific type of thing. What are your thoughts on that? You can target like elegant themes and you can, you know what you can actually do? You can target specific channels, but to be honest, whenever I try to target a specific channel, the ads never run. I try to email YouTube and they're just, I get these people on a script and they don't even yeah. know what they're talking about. <laughs> so I'm on my own. But um, you can target channels and you probably could target Elegant Themes channels directly because you're selling Divi Theme plugins. So people who are already watching those Divi tutorials might want to use one of your plugins. So I would just target the Elegant Themes channel or you can target mine. You know, I was just laughing in my head, imagining somebody clicking on my best Divi plugins video and then having Daryl's ad of here's the best <laughs> Divi the commissions from me right, commission right. war, you know <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that's yeah that's and, funny. And, and tim we're, we're not just divi plugins man come on i'm just messing sorry <laughs> who, who, who makes more money is it divi space or aspen Groove studios i want to i want to know you guys gotta get a big you know, I want to I see who makes more money you know well i'm, 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 I'm both of them. i'm divi live Corey is aspen grove and divi space and, and, like and potent plugins. Like Three on pivot plugins. It was uh, potent plugins. Potent plugins. That's right. Potent plugins. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Tim. Tim. When I see you in a couple of weeks, we'll compare. Uh, we'll compare. Uh, Wallets. After the show, okay, we, we go on the bank accounts and we'll find out. <laughs> I'm gonna see by who hosts the drinks or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll the um all of that. Speaking of all these different companies, so I have the website maintenance company that I'm going to start doing some videos there. That's the channel that I start, I'm starting up and that's more geared toward web people, you know, people with agencies or web developers, designers, my other company, it would be, my audience would be more clients, you know, businesses that need website services or marketing. So I was thinking like, I really don't want to lose, um, you know, I, that's so tricky. Like, do, do, do you then have to use multiple channels and do all this stuff? It's starting to make my head hurt. So I'm like, sometimes I want to talk about some simple little thing that I could show, but then I got to like reframe that, have it edited differently, have a different intro, blah, blah, blah. You know, like that's all complicated, but you, you don't have that issue, do you, Daryl? You're just, you are what you are, right? And how do you yeah, guys I mean, handle that? Like, Tim, do you, I mean, you're, Tim, you have multiple companies, you know, Josh, you have in transit and the other one, but they're both kind of you. And yeah, similar audiences. The first part of the question, I, I got a phone call. We'll, I know for me, like, I, I really don't do any much at all on my YouTube for my, my web design business. Eventually I might, but uh, I do more, yeah, the personal brand, the joshhall.co, which feeds into the web design business. Interest, it does, yeah. yeah. I was asking which brand you, you focus on, Tim, like when, if you're going to do videos, you know, because you've got all the different companies and partnerships and things. That's where yeah, I was sort of running I mean, into like, how do I maximize this and not water it down too much? But also like, so if I want to just 
focus on focus. And then if I have something that's not really geared toward, you know, if I want to gear it toward like one of my brewery clients, something that, you know, a little thing to show them, then I got to send them over to a different brand that they've never heard of. You know, it's a little, all that is a little confusing when you're starting to talk about like building your audience, which is the whole point of all this, yeah, you know, and like if they subscribe to you, right. Um, for one particular thing. And then you're making videos on a whole other thing. I don't know how it works from an analytics perspective or whatever, but I would think you'd be better to make two channels. I think that's what I'm going to have to do, but it's just such a hassle. Yeah, we, yeah. we've had to kind of make the decision for us, like, and this includes our blog content. If it's Divi-specific plugins or themes, we do everything through Divi Space. If it's one of our like more general WordPress type type plugins or tutorials, it'll be through through Aspen Grove, you know, just because Divi Space obviously has has the name in it. So we've kind of had to had to kind of focus on that and you know the Divi stuff is on is on Divi space. Even though the sites sell the exact same plugins and stuff, it just makes more sense from a from a content and marketing standpoint. Yeah. And, and I mean you don't want to like split your efforts and then compete against yourself. So like if I were you Stephanie, I'd focus on one channel, focus on building that up. And you can when it's relevant mention your other, you know, uh you do client services, you do this, you do that, and it'll feed into each other, you know, kind of more naturally. Um but like I do all my tutorials on Divi Life because similar to Josh, everything is Divi. Um and then if it makes sense for me to mention WP gears where we, David and I do our courses, well then I, I will. Um, but it, it's kind of like, that's where I'm doing my tutorials on that channel, you know, focus on building that up. And then speaking of WP gears, like uh, the difference between doing a, and that's just an audio podcast, right? Tim, Correct, you yeah. guys don't video. Yeah. But if you were going to do like Daryl, have you ever thought about changing yours into like a podcast and like syndicating it out to all the different, iTunes and all that kind of stuff as a podcast. That's always such a fuzzy one for me too. Like at what point does this become a podcast? Is it just if you do it regularly or? Steph, Steph, maybe if I can touch on that, because I'm just about to to cross that bridge. I plan on starting my podcast here the next couple months. What I'm going to do is um, the podcast will be interviews. So I will post interviews on YouTube. So I, I've talked to Daryl a couple of times recently about being one of the first ones I interview uh, and then that will go on my YouTube channel and the podcast. Now, if I do a podcast where it's just me talking, I probably, I won't do that on YouTube. Um, I don't plan on it at least. So that's kind of my idea with it. So my, my YouTube channel will be a mix of tutorials and then the podcast interviews essentially. So your YouTube will be both, but the podcast will be just the interviews. Just so, yeah, yeah, I, I would never do a do tutorial, right? Like it's yeah, too, would never yeah. do a tutorial on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's some people just listen. Right. That's what makes that tricky. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah. That's what a podcast yeah. is. I mean, a lot of people talk yeah. about repurposing content and I think you can get away with it depending on the content, but I also think there's value in creating content that's specific to a certain platform. Like for some of Daryl's videos, he might be able to take the audio and spin it into a podcast, but it just, it wouldn't feel as genuine because it wasn't created for that like audience, that medium. Yeah. With the video tutorial. Yeah. I mean, I get that, but like, this is a podcast and it's, that's true. It doesn't require the video. Yeah. We, we try to keep you're missing out on all of this, right? You guys. <laughs> yeah. Our faces yeah. might actually hurt. The <laughs> Do you guys like split the revenue from the ads on the podcast or how does that all work? Yeah. We like, don't there's, is yeah. everyone getting Starbucks for the week or what? We, we, we How do you split? Yeah, it's hard we, to split we, that. We, we actually we paid. paid. 
we all actually, actually paid some money to be a part of this podcast because we needed to host it. So in actual fact, we have paid to be involved <laughs> and we don't make any money. So if you guys want to like somehow give us some money to do this, we'd be like yep. all about it. Bottom- we, we, we have not monetized Divi Chat in any way yet. That's no. We do it out of the goodness of our hearts because I think we all started at the bottom and at some point we were newbies who knew nothing and we felt like we this is the thing that if it had been around when we started, it would have made all the difference to us. And so I think we feel like it's kind of our part of giving back to the community of saying like we were all there, we all started, we're all bumbling along as much as we can and these are some of the things we've learned they're not perfect we're still figuring it out but here you go yeah. this is like this is it that would be a great time to mention that today's episode is brought to you by godaddy for all your domains <laughs> <laughs> Totally we have talked about getting sponsorship but we're too disorganized actually yeah it might it might come but yeah we uh yeah basically had to you know the show was growing and we had to move it onto its own dedicated server. And we all kind of reached into our own pockets and threw in some money. And, uh, you guys can use and, Patreon, uh, you know, just throw on a we, Patreon. We've talked, we've talked about it. Yeah. We could. We've definitely we talked about it. We need to give it. them a bonus though. We've got to work that out. <laughs> what would the bonus be? Yeah. Everyone gets Starbucks for the, you know, or, you know, coffee, whatever, something, you know, I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> nice to have coffee money, you know? So, <clears throat> All right. Well, we are uh, coming up on the hour. Um, I think instead of our, nor- our normal final thoughts, uh, we'll give our resident expert here, Daryl Wilson, um, just kind of like, you know, final ending thoughts. If you want to share like the most important tip or words of wisdom with the audience out there. So just be consistent. Keep posting. If people are watching your videos, just keep doing it. Just think about it like this. If you're consistent for an entire year, it's going to pay off. If you're consistent for three months, it might not pay off. But if you're consistent for an entire year, just posting videos once or twice a week, eventually people will see your videos. It's just not giving up, not taking no for an answer. And um, just make sure your titles are something that you would want to click on and also something that people are looking for. Uh, a great example would be this this video, uh, Davy Chat episode 131, How to Grow a YouTube Audience. You should put Daryl Wilson in there because Daryl Wilson, with Daryl Wilson, is a highly searched term on YouTube. I'm not trying to sound like a conceited jerk, but it is. So find your yeah, and that may end up in there. Um, a lot of times, like Leslie, will go back through and retitle the stuff because we'll like, you know, just getting back from lunch, put some stupid title in there that doesn't make any sense, and put, uh, put that, with that is a good Wilson. tip. I'll I'll edit that. Yeah, put with Daryl Wilson. Oh yeah, and Josh Hall too, and Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff it, stuff it in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I, I forgot Corey Jenkins. And plug oh, Aspen Group Studios in there too. You know? yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'd like to thank our uh, audience, our, our live listeners for tuning in and participating in the chat. And we had some uh, some good questions uh, that Daryl was able to answer. And extra spe- special thanks again to Daryl uh, for coming on board. Yeah. Uh, much appreciated. It's always nice to have a, uh, a new face in the chat. And uh, our and yeah. an expert, yeah. So we're not here uh, here bumbling. You, you don't know anything about jetpack, do you, Daryl? So you can come on. A- <laughs> <laughs> I don't use Never it, but I, I've heard rumors. People are saying. I, I think Name Hero posted a blog post saying why you should use jetpack, and I, I was gonna click on it, but I was like, mm, no. <laughs> it's historically the most brutal Divi Chat episode ever. Yeah, you should listen to that. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks again, everybody, for, for tuning in. Um, and everybody go like and subscribe to all of our YouTube channels. Like, no big deal. Subscribe. No big deal. Hit the bell. You guys got to put your channels in the description here. You guys got to tag Daryl Wilson, and then you have to put your channels below that to get some juice, you know, so you'll get more people to find the Divi chat and go to your website, you know? All right, Daryl, you're hired. You're our, uh, behind the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) You're hired. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening in. Uh, send us in some show ideas. I think we had one come in a couple of everybody get parting thoughts. Everyone gets parting thoughts here. Usually you're in town. Usually, but we're already past the, past somebody hogged all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Well, uh, same time next week, guys. You can always listen to us on iTunes, uh, Spotify. Who else wants to chime in with the other channels that were in here? I Metal can never Play, remember. Sure. Any podcast mm-hmm. app. Yeah, we're on we're on Google Podcasts now and all, all that fun stuff. So, and right. uh, leave a review so we can read it and give you a little shout out. Definitely, those are fun. Yeah. All, all right. right. Thanks, Found everybody. everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.